Hello and welcome to Reality Blows, the podcast all about reality television. My name is Nick Maritato. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. And this is a pod oops, Nick, we did that already. Come on. What? This is why I was supposed to do it. All right, you do it. Welcome to Reality Blows. I'm Ashley Burke Roberts. I'm Nick Maritato. And this is a podcast all about reality television. That it is, Ash. And this episode comes live. Not really live. <laughs> it's recorded. It's recorded live in North Carolina. That's right. We're on vacation. Kind of. We're on family reunion time. Yeah. We're, we're visiting Ashley's family. That's right. We do this a couple times a year. Mm-hmm. And so this is, uh, we usually do it around uh, Christmas. Yep. And uh, so right before we started this podcast, we was the last time we were down here so we were probably like planning for it and stuff oh that's sweet you know what i mean because we just we launched and this is going to be our last episode what <laughs> <laughs> how full circle <laughs> we are on vacation we have uh not been watching reality television since friday when we left new york but before then we watched so much we finished an entire series called marching orders um, which we will discuss. And then we dipped our toes into numerous TLC franchises. Yeah. And we will discuss that as well. Nick is also caught up on all the Real Housewives drama. Yeah, that's true. I mean, we don't have to uh, signpo- signpost all this stuff. I don't I mean, know why I felt the urge to lay it all out. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's not like you, people, you're people. you going to have people skipping ahead. I mean, who knows? We might not talk about it. And you know what else? Go ahead and give us five stars on the <laughs> Apple Podcast nice. app. Nice. Um, yeah, and that's actually why we're late. I don't know if anybody really cares, but we are, this thing will be coming out probably about an hour hour before we record it, and that's midday on Monday, which I know, guys, we usually drop early morning Monday. Early, early, early Monday. Uh, Couldn't get it done, had too much going on, so, uh, hey, we're doing it now. We try, we, we, we set out all the podcasting equipment last night, um, at my dad's house. The podcasting equipment has been broken out and then put back into my backpack maybe three times in the past three days. Friday night, um, at the hotel that we rented in between, um, Manhattan and North Carolina. We got a hotel in Virginia. We broke out the podcast equipment. Had all intentions on doing it and then I ate steak and shake and it all went away it all went away it all went away sunday night um we busted it out we realized that we could only record if we were talking very low yeah we had a there was a little child in the next room yeah we had uh, parents who had to get up very early for work and we thought we could do it there was a point in which we were setting things up in a tiny little bathroom yeah we were Uh, gonna sit on the toilet in the tub (laughs) and then about three hours ago we were picking my mom up from a small medical procedure nothing big just regular checkup stuff routine routine and we broke out the uh, podcast equipment in the car we're like finally we got time literally pushed record and I got the call to go pick up my mom. Yep, and that was about an hour and a half ago. So yeah. now, finally, uh, settled into your mom's house. The cat house. The cat house, if you will. Um, lots of cats as and as two as little dogs. Uh, uh, Ashley's mom, who I believe is going to be our special guest today. I think so. Um, she is responsible for giving us our precious little Lily. That's right. This is Lily's origin story. This house is yes. Lily's origin. 
And uh, was it over Christmas? It was last year. It was last summer. That's right. Yeah. What am I talking about? How did I forget how I don't we had know. Precious, We've had her precious bundle of joy. I, the the problem with leaving Lily at in New York is two things happen. One, Nick forgets about her, and two, every time he sees something cute, he immediately remembers her and makes it think about I her. I don't ever forget about her. I just try to put her out of my head because if I'm thinking about her at all times, I couldn't bring myself to do normal things because I'd be in tears i mean sure our good friend zach sims is watching her but zach's like a little scamp i don't know what he's doing <laughs> wearing my underwear on his head running around <laughs> freaking her out i don't know I, i'm sure uh, she's uh, getting fed and 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 scooped but but i mean uh he, he might is be she getting cuddled out. i don't think so wait this is the problem though we'll like walk into like a cracker barrel and you know how they have the store in the front full the of country toys store. everybody the knows country the country store. store and nick will see a toy just like a toy of like an alien or something and he's like oh look it's so cute like lily yeah anything with like little big big eyes that looking yeah. at me i'm like it's my little lily <laughs> he even does it with children he's like that <laughs> reminds me of lily <laughs> See that little seven-year-old with the bow in her hair? She looks like Lily. <laughs> it's um, true. And this is where we first met Lily. Mm-hmm, um, at the in cat this house. home in the cat house. Uh, Ashley's mom does a very nice thing where she is kind of like a, uh, a surrogate parent. Fosters cats. Fosters yeah. cats. And uh, so whenever we come here, there's always little cuties running around. Lots of little kittens, lots of feral neighborhood cats that have just decided to post up here and live here now. <laughs> yeah, they're like, whoa, I think this is where I was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it turns out this is where all the cool kids are hanging. Yeah. Um, and, and usually, usually, and we can maybe talk to uh, your mom, Lisa, a little bit later about this, but usually your mom will try to get us to take one other cat she's out. already pushing two on me <laughs> yeah. i drove her back from the um the doctor's appointment this morning to the house and she was telling me all about nemo who's ready mm. whenever we want to take <laughs> nemo and then another one batman i think oh batman we've i've heard a lot about nemo and batman batman's cute as hell yeah batman is cute and apparently batman is an all-black male cat and apparently people don't want to adopt all black male cats they do not why they are adorable they're so cute but there's a stigma against all black cats as being because of superstition that's you know that's in certain places because the way that me and you think i mean a black cat is cool i want like a superstitious thing walking around uh, or like a weird superstition thing walking around my house you you want a little black magic injected into your everyday life first of all i was a huge fan of sabrina the teenage witch and and we all know that uh, that cat that talked i forgot its name right uh but uh that was a black cat it was awesome it was a cool cool dude hanging out you know and i was hoping that that's might be what just wants a cool dude to move in with us (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying by the way if there's any cool dudes out there looking for a home, uh, we have a nice two-bedroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, nice. There's an asterisk next to it. It yeah. is falling apart. Someone might say three bedrooms. Someone might, not us. <laughs> it's more of like uh, three storage closets with a bed in it. Yeah. So, guys, on Friday, our summer job ended. And really, I feel like our lives have just been in tailspin since that happened. It has been tough because as soon as our final graduation show at our job where the kids got to perform their comedy and everybody killed and it was so great and we talked to all the parents we had our car packed up parked in manhattan that's and right we headed out immediately yeah immediately into complete stops traffic that's what's nice about new york city you plan a whole trip you're like okay it'll take us 10 hours to get there all the way we'll drive for five we'll stop at this place and then you don't realize that it'll take you two and a half hours to get to the holland tunnel right 20 blocks took two and a half hours it took two and a half hours to get from manhattan to jersey city yeah Yeah. we listened to maybe what three albums we listened to a comedy album we listened to some (laughs) uh, some mixtapes a whole bunch of stuff 
We watched a lot of fights. We were fights on the street. A yeah. lot of people, uh, a lot of men getting upset because another man bumped into him. Oh, that was high entertainment yeah. because what happens is you'll be at a stoplight for that stoplight to turn about 20 times. So you, you're inching forward on the green. And so during that time, you can watch an accident, a fight, it get resolved, then it gets started again, then it get resolved. And it's just like a... It's and then a, a traffic cop like trying yeah. to direct traffic and no one paying attention to him and him realizing that he can do nothing against a two-ton vehicle. He has a breakdown. Way. Then there's children running into the street because, you know, once again, traffic is stopped. There's no real danger. And it's summer in the city. There are tourists walking around. Hey, man, this is crazy. Look at all this <laughs> stuff, man. Check it out. These cars. Hey, check it out. Why are they honking, y'all? Why are they honking? I didn't even know cars had honks uh, in, on them. Uh, honks. These, 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 these cars got honks, honkers on them. Oh, my God. <laughs> um. Well, so it's been a lot. I mean, we're still sort of in the middle of our trip, and we thank you guys for having uh, patience on letting us yeah. get. But we are getting you this free content on the day that we said that we're going to get it to you. So that's not bad. That's not bad. That's not bad. Just so you know, we both did feel an immense amount of guilt not having this for you at 6 a.m. But hopefully noon is when it'll come out. Now, nothing more pressure-filled than what we're going to have to do tomorrow night, which is watch the challenge and then recap it and get you guys the recap the night of. That is yeah. going to be the tricky one. We don't necessarily have cable. Uh, we don't have Wi-Fi. We don't even know where we're going to be sleeping. We're not too sure where we're going to be sleeping. <laughs> so there's a lot of stuff going on. But I promise you we will get that to you as soon as possible. Yes. Now, um, I, as uh, Ashley uh, uh, let us know, what seems like 45 minutes ago, <laughs> is that uh, I uh, Ashley was not around that much this week. So I took it upon myself to watch as much current reality as possible. Mm-hmm. Nick uh, really went for it. And uh, honestly, it was a good grouping. I was really into it. Sometimes with reality TV, especially when it's kind of like your job, this is kind of like my job, um, I it is tough to sort of bring myself to watch everything. And as you guys know, I'm sure there's some people that are disappointed that we don't watch The Bachelor. We haven't put out a Keeping Up with the Kardashians uh, episode. There's a lot of stuff out there that maybe some of you are irked by, but I got to do my part. My part is I'm a Real Housewives fan with some of the seasons, and um, I love MTV reality. So what I did was I watched, and this is, this I needed to watch these two shows. For your soul. For my soul. I watched the finale of Real Housewives of New York. Big time. And um, I watched the first episode, the premiere of season three of Real Housewives of Dallas, which is my sort of new love of re- of uh, Real Housewives. That is what, I'm. I, it's kind of that shining light. When all of your other seasons are kind of fading away and there's all new people and these people are kind of getting too into themselves and the shows seem a little faker than usual as the seasons get closer to season 10, 11, all that stuff. It's nice to have a, a new breed in there. And 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 Dallas has really invigor- reinvigorated my love for the Real Housewives mm. uh, franchise. And I'm excited because I know that they're not going to be able to, to to not do Real Housewives. I mean, it's so it's like it's like if the NFL decided to stop playing football. You know what it I mean? It can't happen. It can't happen at this point, which is good for me because I'm a big fan. But I'm interested in a couple of new seasons. I would like, uh, you know, the Real Housewives of Montana. Like, Ooh. go north. You know what I mean? Oh. Portland or something. That could be cool. Canada. Let's get Real a Canadian Housewives season. Of Arizona. Something. I don't know. We'll see where. You know, I, I think Phoenix might be interesting. Oh, Phoenix might be interesting. That could it's be an cool. odd city. You know yeah. what I mean? Keep it so, weird. Something. But Dallas. Dallas is enter. Now, I remember when we had Sarah Tolomash on the episode, great episode, and you guys were talking about the Real Housewives of Dallas, and somebody might have gotten their D-est at the roundup. 
yes, uh, one of the husbands uh, was accused by really uh, the breakout star of the Real Housewives franchises in the past year, Leanne. Mm. Leanne is fantastic, mm. um, and it's not a secret. Every All real hardcore Housewives fans love Leanne. She's bringing it. She is bringing it in a way that only somebody from Dallas could bring it. Uh. I mean, she's got this sort of um, Southern Gothic style to her Um to her personality. Okay. Um, you know, so many death threats. A little Tennessee you know, Williams S. Yes. I mean, uh, her famous thing is, um, you know, season one, they had broken out like a cell phone while the cameras were off while she was like, had a knife in her hand and oh she was God. like kind of threatening some of the other cast. And, and so she, what got, kind of knife are we talking about here? We didn't see her. You can oh, only okay. kind of hear it. And somebody, and it was kind of like, Leanne, put that knife down. Leanne, and it was like, it I can do what I want. Like, it was like <laughs> one of those. And then... I'll um, stab you with this knife if I want to. And then last season, you know, that became almost like a meme. And so last season, she was having um, arguments with another one. I can't remember any of the other names on this show except wow. for Leanne. Leanne really gotcha. Yeah, it's going to take a couple of seasons. I got a lot going on. But so Leanne, um, last season, she was like in a changing room or something talking to some people. And, and one of the things she said was she accused this one woman, um, her husband, of, of being a closeted homosexual. Uh. And she said, uh, uh, I... She's like, I know that he gets his uh, DS'd at the Roundup, which I guess is like the gay bar in Dallas. Ah. And she goes, and I know the boys who did it. <laughs> it was so great. Dun, and then dun, dun. later about the that woman's husband that she was talking about, that woman who she was beefing with, she's like, I don't need a knife. I got these hands. Wow. And so that is the new, those are the two memes from, and, and, she, and they already referenced it on, on both of those things. On the first episode of the season. Holy moly. So, I mean, this is... Now, Leanne is now, you know, she's reinventing herself. She's yeah. going to yoga. She's meditating, all that stuff. And she oh. seems to have sort of put things behind her with the other woman. Now, the other woman had lunch with her and was like, I guess we'll just kind of... I'm not totally... We're not friends, but I guess... You know, not saying what she really wanted to say was we're on this show together and you were the star and I'm going to have to probably put up with you because that's all anybody's talking about is you on this show. Right. So uh, I got to get a little close to that shine. I, I, and guess what? I need a storyline. You yeah. know what I mean? So we're, we're going to see how my storyline can't just be my gay husband. <laughs> yeah. Well, the husband, it seems like they maybe renew their vows in this. Oh. The husband's back on this show okay. and maybe he took a little bit of uh, he probably took a lot of heat. Because he did not look like a, a good husband. They, oh. He wasn't portrayed as a good husband. He was kind of like um, a jealous of the attention that his daughter was getting from his new wife. Oh, I, that's weird. There's a lot of odd stuff going on. But it seems... So many strange family dynamics yeah. in the housewife franchise. Yes. Oh, of course. And that's what's fantastic about it. So it it does seem like uh, we're going to get some of him in there this season. And it looks like it's going to be a pretty good season. I'm so excited for it. So this was the it. premiere that you watched? Watched the premiere. Um, and so and before that, the um, the finale right. of uh, Real Housewives of New York, um, which this season was interesting. I kept waiting for this season to sort of pick up. Yeah. But it, you know, I, and I will jump in here and say that you had expressed to me that this season had promise early, early on because of, well, all of the heat 
preseason. Right, over uh, the boat. The, the, well, it's the boat. was was I was very excited about the boat. And as you guys know, if you listen to our uh, first episode of Robin China and Ashley and Nick, which is the old podcast that Ashley and I did a season of that uh, we we're going to be posting over the next couple of months, um, a couple of weeks ago, I, I posted that. And before that, I did a little talking and I talked about how I was disappointed in the boat episode. Yeah. I know that there's more footage. They didn't give us enough footage and it was really a lot of happening in the interviews and mm. wasn't really enough. It actually you... turned out to be a lot more about diarrhea. Oh. Yeah, because they were in Cartagena oh. and they all seemed to have catched travelers, a traveler's bug. Oh, they better watch out for those parasites. Yep. And so uh, that was what was going on. The boat thing didn't seem that fun. Um, it didn't explode into flames like I was hoping. But it turns out this se- I mean, the real heat for this season was about the Countess Luann yeah. um, and her getting arrested. And, and, and you did get to see a lot of that. And that was the storyline. But I did not realize that the almost a bigger storyline than that was going to be um, the feud, mm. the 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 crumbling relationship um, between two of the main characters, Bethany and Deandra. No, no, Deandra's actually, I think, on Dallas. I think that oh. might be one of the. Uh, no, um, it was uh, Bethany and um, Dee Dee. Oh, why am I blanking? Uh, Andrea. Um, Carol. So uh, sorry, I had to pause and look up Carol's name. I'm, I'm, Nick I'm, is beside I'm himself. He's so I'm upset. Pissed. I wish you guys could see him right now. I'm pissed. He's put himself in timeout. He's sitting in the I'm corner. Sweating. He he's got a little. I had to look. I had to look up Carol's name. He's dabbing his forehead. <sighs> it was that's rough, guys. He wants anyway, me to call a doctor. So uh, yes, they had seemed to be strong. Uh, friends for the past couple of seasons and carol went her own way this season and and a lot of people don't blame her but a lot of people do because mm. you kind of got to roll with the punches with bethany bethany is a broken person carol doesn't want to deal with it anymore right a lot of times where carol or bethany kind of lost her shit on this season crying out of nowhere she is going through a ton with her divorce poor with, carol um nope we're talking about Bethany. Poor Bethany. And uh, Carol was just kind of like, I don't want to, if you don't want to be here, don't be here. Like there was a lot of that. And it was uh, actually announced since they've wrapped that this is going to be, Car- that was Carol's last season. Wow. She's done. She's done. Carol's so, out. Carol's out. But she Was that out- Bethany's decision? No, it, it seems to be Carol's decision. And it also seems like, um, you know, she kind of left while stirring a lot of shit up Ah. another thing that happened that was honestly unfortunately my favorite part of the season was the the real um nail in the coffin with dorinda and her drinking problem right every single episode she was slurring her words and there were multiple episodes that hinged on the fact that luann or somebody else called her out on being a drunk and her not being able to handle that right and uh even the last episode which was um the the build for for Luann's basically rising th- up from the a- ashes as a phoenix. Yes, um, doing a cabaret show called The Countess and Friends, which honestly I've heard about. Uh, she's been touring with it. We and have ev- some um, uh, comedy friends I think who've been on it. Uh, I hope I hope that they uh, they have because they sh- the, the stuff that they showed from it seems like it's a goddamn blast. Oh wow, um, we got to get over there. Yeah, I don't know if they're doing it anymore, but she really should. And uh, so we got to the last episode was was going on it at the first countess and friends which was a success except for the fact that dorinda 
um, was drunk and got really upset with Luann and was heckling her during the show. What? So Dorinda needs to take a seat. Dorinda, Dorinda's boyfriend did not get an invite to Countess and Friends. Uh-oh. She took that very personally. As she should. And she decided that uh, because Dorinda introduced her to the person that made all of Luann's dresses for the yeah. show, um, she kept screaming out the name of that designer Anytime she would come out, she was yelling like whatever the name. I forgot the name of the designer, but it was she Mark was drunk. Jacobs. It was not that nice. <laughs> so it was. Um, it was Vera a Wang. You wish. Uh, so it was uh, very. It was kind of a. a it's going to be a tough season for Dorinda to have to defend, mm. and she will have to defend it. And mm. what I assume will be a three-part reunion. Ooh. Fingers crossed, it's three parts. You're excited. So excited for wow. the reunions. Guys. The reunions are the best part of these shows. Nick has so stood excited. up. He's no longer in the corner. He's no longer sweating. Guys, the, the reunions are the Super Bowl. If the main season is the main season, the reunions are the Super Bowl. Unless it's the challenge. Unless it's the challenge where it's kind of like uh, the, the Pro Bowl, which nobody yeah. really cares about. And they're all kind of just playing flag football rather than really getting into it. Because... Um, they go hard in reunions because everything has come out. They've just watched the entire season. All of the current gossip that's happening over social media gets thrown out. They're allowed to talk about the fact that they're on a TV show. It yeah. all comes out at the reunion. So, guys, you better believe that we're going to be talking about these reunions in, the, in hopefully the next three weeks. I might watch one. Yeah, you better watch one. I might. I could do it. I could do it. Third things third, and 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 last but totally last. I've caught up on Floribama. Yeah. Um, I bailed. Floribama. I, can I say why I bailed yeah, on Floribama? Yeah, please, please. I felt like I was watching someone who clearly had a drug problem and it was not being treated or addressed. And that bummed me out. Well, in this, in the last, you're talking about Brittany. Courtney? Oh, Court, Courtney, yes, Courtney. Courtney. Courtney um, um, clearly has something going on with her. And she looks like she's on pills. She actually said in the last episode, now, if you're listening to this the day of, this is last week, um, she said uh, something was going on, there was some beef happening in the house, and she was like, I need a Xanax, maybe two, and she like walked out. I thought uh. it was interesting that she threw that out there. Um, and, uh, she's got some really weird shit happening. She's got a boy. Now let's, I don't know if you remember, Courtney is from the town oh, that yeah. they party in. Yeah. Cause when they go out, there's her boyfriend, there are her friends. Her all boyfriend that. is toxic. Yeah. He seems bad. He seems like a drug addict. Uh, I don't know. They all seem really, well, really she tough. has a restraining order against him now. Does she? It yeah. seems like he seems like a, a stage five clinger. Man. Yeah, he, I read he, that on Perez Hilton a couple weeks ago. He's calling her up, cursing her out, having problems with her talking to other roommates. Guys, Floribama, not Jersey Shore. Am I right? I mean, it's depressing to watch Floribama. That's why I jumped ship. There's one person on Floribama that is saving grace, and that is Kodai. Kodai is hilarious. He's chill. He knows how to make funny TV. Yes, he gets kind of sloppy at clubs. Yes, I thought he might be gay and he's not talking about it. And far from me He can be closeted if he wants to. He's making out with every woman he can at the bar. I feel like he took flack for it and he's trying to... The first episode, he drunkenly made out with a chubby girl. I would say a bigger girl right after he had vomited. And I was like, okay, that's it. I'm done. Yeah, That was (laughs) the nail in the coffin. Kodai's hilarious and he's trying to hook up with the the roommates. Right. And it's... 
Guys, there's a lot. And uh, one of the roommates has a boyfriend, and the boyfriend's name is Gator J231, oh, yeah. like Southside God. Yeah. And he showed up last week. Oh, cool. Hilarious guy. I loved Gator J. Yeah. Um, he seems like kind of like a big sweetheart. Yeah. Uh, but well, I can't remember. I can't mm-hmm. remember anyone's name, but I remember. I can't remember her name, but Me she's either. my favorite. She's kind of turning up. I think it's Candace. Yes. Yeah. Nice. I like her. Uh, yeah. I, I can't ever. It's okay. So it's Kodai, Candace. Courtney? Jeremiah, Jer- Jeremiah, Gus, mm-hmm. Courtney, and who's the the girl? The it's ditzy not girl. Natalia. No, it's um, the the divorcee. Yes, um, I forgot her name. She's yeah. good though. She's not good. that good on this season. She hasn't had her. She was great on the first yet. season. Yeah. My sink don't clog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's just getting sloppy drunk. They're just getting sloppy drunk. Mm. Um, oh yeah, and the other dude, what's his name? Keith or something? Did I talk on this podcast about how I know someone who's a uh, PA on the Jersey Shore you may, you may and have, on yeah. Floribama? You may have, and you said that that uh, Courtney had a drug problem. Well, also that the the everyone who works on the show um, does not enjoy working on Floribama, whereas everyone who works on the Jersey Shore enjoys working on the Jersey Shore. I. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they they go to these horrible like rodeo bars all the time, yeah. and I it's just not a apparently lot. working on Floribama is a big bummer. It, that it's very boring during the day, and then at night it's depressing. They, it doesn't look like they have anything to do. Yeah, they um, got to get these people some jobs. Honestly, you never really thought about it, but GTL really helped out during the days on the uh, Jersey Shore. Jim yeah. Tan Laundry, at least like we could watch them go to the gym. Yeah, they were tanning. They were also working at a hot dog place. At this, it was boring. I used to I liked that they used to work at the jersey like um the, the jersey the shore shirt. shop the shirt shop. shirt shop i just have a connection i grew up there so right. to me it's a lot more fun and really wa- having them walk the boardwalk and just yeah. hang out there's just a lot more going on well in jersey i hate to break this to you nick maritato mm-hmm. but jersey mm-hmm. is not the only place with a boardwalk so the boardwalk is very relatable yeah, but I understand. I understand that. But why didn't they put this place on a boardwalk? That is a good question. You know, what maybe I mean? they were worried about crossover being too intent, being okay. too alike. Instead of a duck phone, they have an alligator phone. Oh, you know what I mean. Oh. So it's they like they're, put they're doing. On the they're boardwalk. trying crossover. I only said that thing about the boardwalk because multiple times you've been like, you know, like one of those airbrush shirts. You know, the ones you can only get at the Jersey Boardwalk. And I'm like, they get those airbrush shirts anywhere. Prove it. Oh my God! I'll take and you to Myrtle Beach right now. You've ne- you have yet it's three hours from here it's oh, three that's and a half interesting, three and a half the jersey shore is 10 hours from here and okay. yet we've been there do you want to go to myrtle beach yes myrtle beach ain't shit since the pavilion closed <laughs> <laughs> uh so i mean that that's been my thing i'm gonna continue watching um floribama I, I don't know i'm i'm i don't know it's not that good it's not um but guess what jersey shore family vacation part two comes out like this week so I think it's Thursday. Uh, can't wait. And I'm going to be all over that. I was so into the last season, as you guys know. And so is Ash. Hopefully Ashley joins me. Oh, I will. Seems I, like I'm, she I'm might into be, the Jersey Shore. I don't Shore. know. Are you? Yes, I am. Seems like you talked some shit a couple seconds ago I was just it. talking shit about your worldview. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's what Nick was watching. And then we watched together a series on Netflix called Marching Orders. Wow. Um, I'm just going to pull up the little description of it here real quick. Please because do. Now, I will say up top, loved Marching Orders. Um, here we go. Regarded as the nation's best, Bethune-Cookman University's marching band always has a lot at stake. In stage 13, 
13 original marching orders meet the incoming class trying to keep the legacy alive and the seniors who make sure they do. Led by band director Donovan the Devil Wells. Amazing man. The Wildcats take it to the field every performance, risking college scholarships and national fame every time. Wow, guys. I'll tell you what. Ashley and I were like, let's try this. And so we put it on. Number one, we found out 12-minute episodes. I mean, right there, we're fans for life. Oh, man. So we're like, whoa, 12 minutes. I'll watch a couple of these. Watch the entire thing in one <laughs> sitting, which was really like a movie. It was like yeah. a documentary. It was about were... three hours. Yeah. I would think it was under that. Really? Like two plus. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it was, I thought it was fantastic. I loved it. I uh, really loved it. Um, number one, if you want to just talk technically, the fact that they only had 10 minutes to tell that episode's story, really, you just cut out all the fat. Mm-hmm. You just got the one main story pretty much of that episode, and we mm-hmm. got to see it through. Yeah, the characters were really there was really great characters. The devil, the coach, he's just a lot of fun to watch. I mean, this yeah. guy is not really a marching band coach. He's more of like a drill sergeant. Yeah. I mean, he is pushing this band, and pushing this band. You know, the type people who are who are out there. He everything about like his shirt is like perfectly pressed. His collar, everything's buttoned up. He looks always trimmed like his, he is meticulous about his appearance and meticulous about his behavior and meticulous about his marching band my lord and and that marching band is quite a band so we see everybody we see the beginning of um the season which is auditions so everyone has to audition every year even if you're already on the flag team even if you're already on the dance team so the um it's made into three it's three groups we have 14k which is the dance team we have um the flag team which is called the what nick what was the flag team called? Oh, I don't know, but those that was a sad storyline. And then we had the actual they were like, marching they were like band, flag the Wildcats. Yeah, they had something they were called the Sophisticats, maybe. Yeah, that was the the flag twirlers. Yeah, so you had the dance team, the flag um, twirlers, and the actual marching band. Not too much information on the actual marching band. We got some from the drums. No horns. We didn't we get to hear trumpets. anything from we horns. We got trumpets. Not really. I mean, we got to see them, but yeah. this was focused on the two dance squads yeah. and the drummers. The drummer. Two dance squads and the drummers. Um, and really the squad leaders, which seem to be the, the seniors. So we see them all auditioning. We see them get picked. Then we see them practice for, it's like two to three weeks of sort of a boot camp before the season starts. And then they get in a bus and they drive um, from Florida to Charlotte, North Carolina. Carolina, where Nick and I were just at this morning um, for the Queen City uh, big show marching band like competition, even though there are no winners, um, as the coach pointed out. So they're they want they're trying to win. They're trying to win about halfway through the series. Uh, the coach kind of tells the camera, well, there's actually no winners there. Yeah. Uh, but but, every, but everybody knows who wins. But the band director, Donovan, the devil Wells says when you walk away, you know who who the winner yeah. was. So we're building through this entire season. A couple of the fun storylines um, were the fact that everybody has to audition every year. Yeah. Just because you're a senior and you made the band last year does not mean you're going to make it this year. Mm-hmm. Not only do you have to audition and get accepted into the band, you have to audition to actually perform in each of the performances. Yes. So even you're never settled. You're always trying to be better. Mm-hmm. Because just because you uh, performed in this um, the, sh- the uh, Charlotte competition, 
competition or whatever it is, the next competition that year, you might not be you might be sitting on the sidelines. Yeah. It's kind of like uh it's kind of like football or something. If you ain't playing great that whole season, they're going to bench you. You're still on the team, but you're getting benched and the second string guy is going in. Mhm. Now, I took to Twitter to see um, what people's responses were to this and most people most of the tweets I saw were upset uh, okay it was either most of the tweets I saw actually were people loving the show and then the second tier after that were people upset over the uniforms the big uniform oh, scandal man. okay so listen to this the flag girls the sophisticates we noticed when we first saw them audition that it's interesting these seem to be all Big girls. They See, were the big girls were the flag twirlers and the little girls were the dancers. And it kind of made sense to me until later when they're doing interviews with everybody. And it turns out it's just kind of a freak coincidence that this year all of the flag girls are big girls. Um, and there was a heartbreaking storyline. Uh, one episode where they let, you know, they did the main auditions. They got uh, the, the best girls on the team. And mm-hmm. then they had to cut. Four girls mm-hmm. because they didn't have uniforms that could fit them. Yeah, it was a real, real bummer. It was like, how did you guys, why did you guys first off let these people on the team, then only to cut them? Because it's like, you don't know what uniforms you have. So they have a very specific uniform. And I guess in it was the summer, it might have been August when they were doing this. And their uniforms, if they were going to get special order and come in, it wouldn't come until February. Yeah. So they had nothing for them to wear and they had to sort of cut them. Um, they said that they could still practice with the team and use it as exercise, mm-hmm. but they couldn't perform. Mm-hmm. It was really, really tough to watch. It was really tough to watch. It was sad. It was really sad. And I don't know I, I, whose mistake is that? Whose fault is that? Uh, they should have just told them up front and yeah. then decided whether or not they wanted to audition based on that because it was tough. And even the girls were like, I tried out for this thing three years in a row and I finally make it and I can't get in because you don't have a uniform for me. Yeah. And it's tough. If that's the reason you're getting cut, I mean, and not only you're not fulfilling one of your dreams, but also it's because of your weight. And I'm sure a lot of these girls were kind of self-conscious about yeah, the weight, as most course, people are. So that was a tough, tough storyline to watch. Now, something else I learned from Twitter is that um, the the character um, or the person, I guess she's an actual person, not mm, a character, maybe, maybe. that I liked the most seemed to also resonate with people the most. And that was Tweet, who Tweet. was the freshman who she auditioned was one of the dancers. for 14K. And um, she had green hair and some of the people liked her. And then at the audition, one girl was like, I don't like her look. And I was going to be like, you, I would have jumped through that screen and stand up for tweet because she was so cute and she had it. Yeah. And it's like, what do you mean you don't like her look? She's adorable and she can dance. So then they get her in there and they have her go head to head. She does a dance off with a senior. Oh, that was awesome. Oh, it was crazy. And guess what, y'all? Tweet made the dance team. Tweet made the dance team. And apparently Ashley followed up on it. She's doing really well. I think she's a captain she's now. She's a co-captain of the dance team. I found her on Instagram. She's still so cute. Does um, she have a shit ton of Instagram followers she because does of the show? Not. Oh, she give does her some not. Instagram she has like followers, five k she, she should get 14k she should at least have 14k <laughs> so um what was interesting uh, uh also about this is the movie drumline is based on this school so it seems like this school got a lot of like heat on it um good heat mm-hmm. uh, based on the fact that it was profiled in the movie drumline which is yep. the infamous nick cannon show that they play at 4 p.m on mtv maybe three times a week so yep. Uh, yeah, it's a um, it's a fantastic show, and uh, honestly, guys, it's it's heartwarming. Now, because of spoilers, I mean, we do some spoilers here. We do right? some spoilers. Here's my disappointment. 
They worked the entire season yeah. on this amazing routine. Well, it wasn't the it was three weeks leading up to the start of the well, school year. The entire season of the show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The entire season they're working on this one routine. Yeah. They're drilling it. That last two weeks, they do like fourteen hour a day practice. It was wild. In the heat. It was Can, crazy. And they're like in converse. I was like, they you, these they're not even wearing good arch support. And it's one thing if you're just playing your instrument. These motherfuckers are dancing. Yes. Dancing, I, doing splits. We're talking blood, sweat, tears. Doing like weird backflip roll offs of each yeah. other. They go to, they finally go to the competition. Everybody's psyched. There's a goddamn storm. <laughs> it rains the entire time. I can't believe it. They had to cut their routine short. Mm-hmm. And honestly, that didn't seem like there were many people in the stands. Yeah. And it didn't look like they could show most of the competition. They couldn't. It really did sort of deflate me a little bit. I just hope, I hope and pray. That they bring this thing back for a second season, yeah. Because I want to see more of the more of these people. I want to see Tweet come back. Mm-hmm. This this was the 2016 season, so who knows? Maybe they've been re- filming and recording. I mean, it seems like since they did it in 2016, they didn't release it till the mid middle of 2017. Yeah. I don't know why. That seems like a long time for a show like this to not be birthed. Yeah. Uh, who knows, guys? I want to see Tweet as co-captain. Yeah, watch I this really show, do. though. It's yeah. really fun. I mean, watch two episodes. I guarantee, What happened to us is we watched the first one. It was it was like 14 minutes. We're like, oh, cool, 14 minutes. The second one was like 11. Yeah. The third one was like 10. The fourth one was like 8. And we it was got like, into we got to keep yeah, watching this. And we just watched the whole goddamn thing. So um, that was our marching orders saga. And then we w- one night we had a night free, and we were like, you know what? We don't ever watch any TL c reality shows we're big into the mtv reality shows we're big into the e reality shows but tlc is another network stocked full of reality it's shows pretty much all they do at this it's pretty point. much all they do so we were like let's just go let's go peruse the offerings okay so we go on the tlc app on the roku and um we we watched three shows and i ashley brooke roberts stopped us about 15 minutes into each show uh and stopped us not for any other reason than she was literally disgusted by these I things. could not handle it. I did not like it. The first one was called Ghost Brothers. Um, <laughs> I found this. Ashley had this one turned off immediately. I turned this off in the first five minutes. I found this to be in like highly insulting. It was exploitive. It, it was, was so uh, exploitive. Maybe a little racist. I, was, I think it was. I think the idea of this show was watch black people be scared of ghosts. Yeah. And it was so <laughs> offensive. I can't tough. believe it's on the Roku. I, or on the uh, TLC. So I, we changed that. Then we went to a show called um, Behind Closed Doors, which is about American families. Um, and this I found to just be like pretty boring and sad. So the whole premise here is like it's like a reality show with families. But if you were to just watch these families through like security footage. Yeah. Uh, like uh, cameras posted in each room. Didn't seem fun you know it seemed kind of boring um honestly a better watch that's like this is that one show that we talked about probably a couple months ago at this point on netflix um with the uh the pops the the pop star from japan the japanese pop star yeah some somebody in somebody's treehouse yeah or hotel or bed and breakfast yeah it was basically a pop star and and her old older pop star and her husband yeah just living in this house with security cameras and they were just basically making 
cooking food yeah. and eating it and walking around their nice house. It was a lot more peaceful than this TLC show. I'll tell you that. I'll say the interesting thing about Behind Closed Doors, though, was there was a family, a husband and wife, a uh, couple kids, Christians, they let us know that, um, who had a podcast. And I was like, babe, it's like us. It's just It's just like, like us. us. Our little kids, Lily. Um, then I, I, I turned this show off. I don't exactly remember why, um, but I know that there was like people talking about illnesses and it was all, everything was sad and it was also not interesting. And I was like, what is this TLC? So then we, we were like, okay, this, this next show is definitely a home run. We know that the next show is a home run because people have been talking about it for a decade now, but we've never watched it. It's time we watched Long Island Medium. The first episode, we popped it on. Now, I was getting sleepy at this point. I don't necessarily remember why we turned this off. I, I think that this is a show that I would watch, um, and I've always wanted to watch, and everybody loves, and Ashley couldn't handle it. I didn't like it, because within the first 10 minutes, she's like standing in a bakery, and she's like talking to this woman, and she's like, "You're someone in your family died, a horrible illness. They want you to know they love you. And, and I just didn't believe that this woman has the gift, and it felt like... Again, once again with TLC shows, it seems to be all about milking people's sympathy over horrible illnesses, deaths, and tragedies. I might go back to Long Island Medium. Nick. I might. I just might do it. I don't know. Guys, we'll we'll maybe make Ashley watch one or two of these shows, Um, but... Not now. She needs some time. <laughs> you know what? You know what we should do now. What? We should take a little break and then bring my mom on. Oh, we'll definitely do that. And we're back. <laughs> I went well, to. We had a little bit of a kerfuffle. <laughs> I went to go get my mom, and she is asleep. Well, she literally just had a procedure done yeah. at, at, a, at a hospital. Yeah. And, um, she I don't came know here, why we thought she we... came here to rest, and as soon as she laid down, we're like, "Y'all want to be on our podcast?" <laughs> <laughs> We're like, can we go use that room to go podcast and then you're going to be a guest, right? And she's um, like, I'm going to lay down for a little bit. Now she's asleep. So who knows? Maybe, uh, I guess the fans will probably be clamoring for it. We're going to have to have your mom on We'll have point. her on in the future. She'll definitely talk about the Great British Bake Off, um, Great British Baking Show. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what other reality I mean, shows she watches. When, when we first met her, we sat here and watched quite a bit of one show. We did. We watched a, bit, a lot of that show, but that was before. Pre-scandal of the uh, Duck Dynasty. Yeah, Pre-scandal. she liked the Duck Dynasty until it w- they were exposed for their true nature. And you know what? I think that is what we should come back and talk about. Just that might have turned her off of reality television. And that's interesting to me because yeah. um, we, she was betrayed. Yeah, your your mom is a very sweet woman, and uh, when she found out that these people were. I guess a little kind of like a fundamentalist Christian racist. Fundamentalist Christian racist. Maybe a little misogynist. Yeah, maybe they were homophobic. I think it was homophobia. Definitely. Yeah, definitely homophobia. uh, Well, that was the show. (laughs) (laughs) So that really, they ruined reality television for my mom. We got to get that story on the podcast. You know, maybe we can... Who knows what happens, but um, when we're at home, I have capabilities to record phone calls. Okay. Maybe we can do something like that, because yeah. she does live quite a, quite a bit away. Yeah. So um, You guys would love her. Yeah. She's um, awesome. She's a sweetie. And she's, and she's a good character for a podcast. Got to have her on. Um, Nick, what are you going to watch this week that you're excited yeah, about? Uh, Real Housewives. We already okay. talked about it. And, I, and this is a good time for me to say that um, I know we had hundreds of fans one uh email us and talk to us uh say that she really liked when my mom was on talking about the housewives and so i told my mom hey 
um, you know, they, uh, you, you've gotten, you've got a fan who's requesting that you talk about the reunions. And so I th- we're in some capacity, I'm going to have my Let's mom. Let's recap it with your mom. We can re, we'll recap it. Or do like a reaction pod. I may, I may be in New Jersey next week. It may not be for all, all parts, but yeah. maybe a, a, a finale yeah. or, uh, the last part or something, but definitely expect Donna to be back on this show talking Roni because uh, that's it's it's she's passionate about it, um, and I couldn't be happier. Well, I'm excited this week to catch up on Very Cavallari, my new favorite show. Ashley's loving Very Cavallari. Yes, thank you, Ashley, the listener who pointed us in that direction. Um, loving Very Cavallari, excited for that. I'm also excited for the Are You the One premiere, um, which was actually last week. It was week. last week. It was two hours. We had so much stuff going on. We at had work. to pack and leave. We had Back. So we actually haven't watched it yet. And you know what? Search on the internet. Some A lot of people are talking about it. Yeah, but one. I'm just saying, personally, I'm excited no, to watch it. No, I that. understand. But if you guys are craving something, you can find something there. But I guarantee you, it's one of Ashley and I's uh, passions to talk and uh, to watch and talk. Are you the one? So yeah. we'll probably catch up this week on the, on, uh, and, and most likely uh, Monday, next Monday's episode, good chunk of it's going to be talking about the three hours yeah. of Are you the one that have already come out. And I'm also excited to catch up with on, Anne with an E, the scripted Netflix show. Oh, not Anne with an E. About Anne of Green Gables. What is that? What do you mean, what is that? What is, I don't know any of the things you're saying. Do and you know who, who Anne of no, Green Gables is? I don't. Nick. What is that? Do you, it's a, it's a children's book, sort of. It's like a young adult novel type series um, that was written in the turn of the century. They I don't know what that is. They didn't add, what don't you know? Book. Oh my God. (laughs) They did an adaptation in the 80s and the 90s, and now this is the new adaptation. Yeah. So basically, what happened was Ashley tried to trick me into watching it, and then I was like, (laughs) Can we watch Marching Orders? And then she was like, We watched that and loved it. And then later, I, I just heard just somebody bawling in our living room <laughs> and i come in and ashley's eating um vegan thai food <laughs> crying into her vegan pad thai uh watching this Anne with an e and uh all i could see was a woman a, a little girl on a horse riding it near the water yeah that sounds about <laughs> right that sounds about right i mean what is uh, every time i've walked in because you watch how much have you watched so far? i've watched about 12 hours yeah so every time i've walked in on you watching this yeah it is um it, it's just like a, 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 a like a little girl yeah. who's who's kind of like yeah. talking to she's other precocious. people and speaking very adult like. She's to eloquent. And um and then and then her getting ostracized because of it. And then I go, Ashley, what are you watching? And you're like, she's a very curious girl. <laughs> and I'm like, but what is it about? A curious girl. <laughs> yeah. And, but what's interesting? It's the fact that she's a little girl who's curious. Yeah. She uses her imagination to explore her big bad world. Yeah. Which I. Th- think is what ashley does i think that might be why i like it so much i don't know not for me but who knows hey you know what is for me guys a five-star rating on the apple podcast app Mm. go ahead and give it to us Mm. follow us on twitter at reality blows pod you can find me on twitter at ashley b roberts that's a-s-h-l-e-y b as in brooke r-o-b-e-r-t-s you can find nick on instagram at nick maritato m-a-r-i-t-a-t-o and as always, may the Bret Hart be with you. I'm wearing a Bret Hart shirt, guys. Google it. <laughs>